Mircha Marario finished second in senior pro doubles at the 2021 U.S. Open, but he says he still has a lot of room for improvement. He talks in depth about what he's working on and what it takes to progress beyond the early rounds of a tournament to the semis, finals, and winning gold. So let's get to the intro to hear more. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, Mircha. Thank you. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Thank you very much for asking. Right. I'm so glad you could come on the podcast today. I think it was Dottie Berry who connected me. And, you know, when I went back and looked over your results, I mean, you are playing some, you know, top level senior pro pickleball. So before we get into that, tell me a little bit about how you first got involved with the sport and how long ago that was. It was, I guess, now a little over a year and a half ago. So it's the latter part of, of 2019. A little bit of a long story, but I, I basically love playing squash. And before that, I played I played tennis. So I played tennis basically throughout juniors and played college and played like non-satellites. And then my sister also played, so I was going to involve in coaching her a little bit. And after... After I finished that, I kind of got tired of tennis, so you know, went to medical school. So I just, you know, I needed something to to do. So I, I, you know, kind of picked up going to the gym a little bit, but that wasn't too exciting. And then I found squash, and so I played. I loved it, and so I, I played squash for a long time. And then over the course of time, the people that I played locally with either happened to move away or got injured. And so there weren't that many people to play with. So I went and did some CrossFit. And of course, I <laughs> got as you know, intensely as I usually do things. And I got injured. And I kind of tore the uh, lateral collateral uh, ligaments on my, my elbows. And so I, I really couldn't go back to playing squash that well. And then my parents happened to have two pickleball courts in their community that were newly built. And I went out with my dad and, you know, we got a couple paddles and kind of hit around a little bit. And I thought, oh, this is, this is kind of interesting. And then I just went out to the Delray Beach Tennis Center that has a pretty thriving pickleball community and just kind of walked out there and, and started, you know, playing, kind of walking on courts. And that was the, one of the coolest things that I thought was was about pickleball was that you know, you could go to a venue where people are just playing and you just jump on it. You just, you never do that with tennis. I mean, when people are playing doubles, you know, you don't walk up and like, hey, you know, can I jump in? You know, because people set up their games. So sorry for the little bit of a long story, but that's kind of kind of the background. No, that's actually a, a great story. And, you know, I, I was really wondering, I had not seen your name around the senior pro tournaments and events until fairly recently, because it was always, you know, Scott Moore, Scott Moore. And actually, Scott was one of the first pros I interviewed on the Pickleball Fire podcast. So yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that b- background. I mean, you really came up, uh, you know, through the ranks really, really quickly. What do you do you attribute that to your tennis background or your squash background? Probably a little bit of both, but I'd say probably mostly my tennis, just because you know I played as as a young young kid and and I was able to you know I mean it's it's kind of a, a it's a fairly easy transition. My game did change from it's actually funny because I used to have a two handed backhand in in tennis, but when you when you play squash, like no one has a two handed backhand; it's all one handed. So it's more of like a slice drive because you're hitting this really soft ball and you try to get up to the wall. So, you know, it's sort of a combination of, you know, my forehand's more <laughs> more tennis and my backhand's more squash, although I'm, I'm working on it to improve. So, 
So that's, and also my, I, you know, I was able to fortunate to play locally with just a lot of really, really good players. And they were, I mean, incredibly kind enough to include me, you know, when, when I was literally, when I jumped off the court, um, I'm, I'm sorry, jumped off the court. Kind of a funny story. Basically, the first week I was playing, I met this this guy Steve Rose through playing, and he said, "Oh, you know, we're having a you know private game game on on Sunday." I was like, "Sure, of course, I'd love to." So I go out there at eight o'clock on uh, on Sunday, and there were eight people there. So we had two courts, and you know, Steve was kind of assigning teams, and I got got to play with this you know very nice lady and playing with her and. Like, Damn, she's really good. It's like I'd, I'd like to be that good. And so anyway, that lady was Lee Waters. <laughs> Within the first week, I was playing doubles with Lee Waters and in a mixed uh, in in a, in a group. So I mean, that's that kind of shows you how you know welcoming people are in general. So I was pretty. And I had no idea who she was, of course, and you know I knew nothing about pickleball other than you know hitting the wiffle ball with a paddle. <laughs> yeah, well, that that is quite a quite a group. And I figured once you mentioned Delray Beach, I was wondering if you knew the waters, and apparently you had an early introduction. That's really cool. I did, I did. It was it was very nice. And now you know we you know we we hit you know practice. It's funny to say practice now, considering you were. <laughs> playing kind of cool pro tournaments you know i never knew there was such a thing as pro pickleball i didn't never knew there was things such as pickleball much less pro pickleball but now yeah we you know play games fairly regularly and so they're kind enough to to still include you're one of the first people actually i think you're the first person who i talked to who really had a squash background can you tell me a little bit you know everybody kind of knows what transfers from tennis to pickleball but what what kind of transferred well you know, to enhance your pickleball game from squash? I think probably the main thing is is mobility and, and stamina because squash is, I'd venture to say, it's the most physically intense sport that there is. I've, I haven't done the research, but I was told there were like physiologic studies done where, you know, it is where, where that's the case. And the fitness level required for squash is just, is just incredible. I mean, I, I think the only thing that I could, probably compared to is, you know, like, you know, Grand Slam tennis or, or you know, high level pro tennis where you're also adding the elements. That's the one thing that a squash doesn't have is it's an indoor sport. But I think the mobility and the quickness and the stamina really helped me trans helped me quite a bit in, in pickleball. So that was that was something that, that really and then all those years of playing. So I haven't unfortunately I haven't really gone back to play squash since I started playing pickleball just because you know I'm just playing it so regularly. And again, most of the people I played with are not, not around that much. So I feel like I'm a little bit out of shape for, for squash relative to pickleball, but you know, so that that's one thing that helped me a lot. That's actually really interesting. I only had a brief introduction to squash and it was after I was up in Canada and just went into a health and fitness center and I was a pretty good racquetball player and I, I beat this guy actually who turned out to be a firefighter a couple of times and he's like, okay, let's play squash. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. that's a the the interesting thing about, about squash versus racquetball is that it, it seems to, I didn't haven't played much much racquetball other than a bunch of times, but it seems to me that in, in racquetball, the better you get, the shorter the points last. In squash, it's really the opposite. And if you ever watch any YouTube videos of, of people playing squash, I mean, the fitness is just, and the mobility is just, it's insane. 
You know, that's actually a, a great comparison because you're absolutely right. The better you get in racquetball, the quicker the rallies are. But pickleball then would be more similar to squash. The better you get, the longer the rally should be typically. I, and you're you're 100% correct, particularly at, at higher levels and particularly as you advance through the it's, it, That was one of the things that was, you know interesting for me to find out that you know, obviously I knew that there'd be a, a learning curve, but it's also interesting that, that the learning curve isn't just, you know, getting and in, in playing in the tournaments or, or playing, you know, rec games 4.5, 5.0, whatever. It's also, there's a learning curve, you know, with each, you know, it's one thing to win a few rounds. It's, it's another thing to, you know, to get to the semis, get to the finals, get to the gold medal match, you know, that, the, the points are longer. The players are better. It's it's definitely a a challenge, which I I've, I've enjoyed to you know to be a part of. Now you mentioned it's a learning curve to you know get to the semis and the finals. What else besides what you've mentioned? You know what did you have to learn to you know get through to those rounds and then ultimately you know win a, a number of senior pro tournaments? What what did you learn along the way? Wow, it's just I learned so so much, and I do have to kind of split it up a little bit between singles and and doubles because singles is translates much easier to tennis than than the doubles aspect of it because the the so with singles like the first senior pro tournament I think I'd been playing three or four months, three months, I played the world championships in Punta Gorda and, you know, played Scott Moore and, and Paul Owen. And we had, you know, I lost in tight three games with, with both of them. So I was able to compete. Whereas in doubles, it was, it was much harder also. Cause I also, you know, one of the things about doubles is having good partners. So, you know, I, I didn't know any people, and, you know, so, and, and with pro pickleball, the people are kind of, booked out like a year ahead which is kind of just amazing to me but so the the singles was a little bit easier however that being said you know i learned so much from playing people like scott and and paul who are just incredible players incredible competitors in terms of the consistency that's required to to win at that level it's not just being able to be hit the shots it's basically you know not missing is is a large part of the game being able to return consistently, serve consistently, those those were things that, you know, took, took quite a bit of time. And then on the double side, the biggest uh, difference is, of course, the, the soft game, dinking and dropping. So third shot drops, you know, dinking consistently, not just dinking, you know, one, two times, but dinking it three, four, five, you know, sometimes eight, 12 times to win a point and when you get to the you know, semis and farm, that was really the biggest thing that took me and I'm still, you know, um, still learning and getting better at. So I've, you know, I feel like I'm about 60% of where I want to be. So I'm still working on it. Okay. So give me an example of what you need to do for that other 40%. So the 40% is, is basically to expand kind of my shot repertoire to where I can try to hit like almost, you know, I mean, I'm never going to get to the Ben Johns level, but just watching him, I mean, he's obviously, I think as good as he is, he's almost underrated at how good he really is because he, and he's playing even a little bit better now than he, he was when I, you know, a year ago or six months ago, which is really amazing. So for example, you know, hitting a, the backhand rolls, the low attacking more low shots, I can do it more with my forehand than I can with my backhand. So I need to improve my backhand. The consistency of, of drops, um, 
for example, someone like Wein, uh, Dave Weinbach. I mean, he's got these amazing drops, and I mean, he drops it into the kitchen. You know, it, it seems like you know ninety nine percent of the time, like, it's probably not that quite that good, but I mean, it's it's incredibly consistent. So, you know, I'm getting there. Even the last, to be honest, even the last like month since the U.S. Open, I felt you know much more comfortable in terms of consistency of, of drops and dinks i mean it's it's been you know even though like i said the last couple of months have been really really amazing so that's those are the things that i mostly need to work on and also that that aggression from balls that are unattackable so those are the things i need to work on well that sounds like quite quite a list and it'll be amazing to see how your results you know how you get even better results because you've been so successful already oh thank you i, I appreciate that i've been fortunate enough to you know, play with some some great partners, and one of the things that's been really fun is that there's just a lot of great pick people in pickleball. Really, that's been one of the things that I love about it. It's just everyone's been you know welcoming and kind, and people are competitive, but they're not competitive. Well, I mean, there's there's always exceptions, but you know, people are not competitive to the point that they're unpleasant or it's not fun to play or they're you know particularly you know negative on the court. You know, so it's been uh, it's been that's one thing I love about it. So the people I've been able, you know, fortunate enough to partner with have been just awesome. So, and I look forward to continuing to play with, you know, some different people. And But uh, it's been just, you know, great. Now, one of the things that you had mentioned earlier, I think from CrossFit, was that you had torn an elbow ligament. I mean, mm-hmm. is that something that you're, once you recover it, it hasn't bothered you at all in pickleball? I mean, I know you're a physician, so just, you know, talk a little bit about the right. injury situation. Oh, sure. No, that's, that's a hundred percent healed. It actually hurt. It didn't hurt at all playing pickleball. I mean, well, I mean a little bit, I take it back. Not at all. It just, it didn't aggravate it. And you know, the pain, I mean, it was, it was mainly when I did certain things like lifting, lifting weights, cause I still do that. Um, so I had to limit, limit, certain weightlifting activities quite a bit but with pickleball didn't really bother me i could feel it you know but it didn't i wouldn't say it was really you know the kind of the level of you know frank pain where it would live in my game at all so and it took you know it's probably been i don't know pickleball but a year a little over a year and a half or from when i got injured to have it completely go away so it's been i think over the last like three four months it's, it's completely gone away so that's not an issue and, you know, that's one of the things I love about pickleball is I think I was talking with another professional player who had an elbow injury through, from tennis and couldn't actually play tennis anymore, but then, you know, switched to pickleball and didn't have any issues. I mean, it's really amazing at how well the, the game of pickleball really allows people to come out there and, and be on the court, even if they do have injuries or health issues. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just the size of the court and the weight of the paddles and the ball are such that, that, you know, really kind of minimizes overall the stress on the body. I mean, obviously things change. Like, for example, I just, I, I just tore my calf lately, you know, playing and, and, you know, now I'm, I'm better. So hopefully on the way to, to being a hundred percent healed, I'm not there yet, but generally speaking, the, you know, the stress on the body is much less than tennis and certainly much less than, than squash and then some other activities. It's funny kind of because right, walking by tennis courts now, I mean, they just seem ginormous. <laughs> they seem so huge when you're playing, you know, pickleball. So it, it is. And I was just curious, do you have any patients who play pickleball or do you ever recommend to patients that they, they take up the sport? 
Generally speaking, I have, there's not that many people that, it's also kind of, I'm relatively new to it. So, but when it does come up, it's, it's, it's very interesting. So I have, um, and there's definitely more and more patients that I have that play. I, you know, I live in South Florida. So generally speaking, you know, middle age in my patient population is probably 75. So they tend to be quite a bit older than, than average, but definitely more of the uh, like 60 to 70 year old people have, have been uh, picking up the sport. And obviously it's growing exponentially at, at, all, you know, at all the ages, which is really exciting, especially juniors. And I think that'll be key to the growth of the sport. Right. So can you see pickleball? I've heard of people who have Parkinson's or MS who, you know, pickleball seems to be a game that they can play and, and seems to even help with, with health issues. Because I was I think I was reading about somebody was either in Australia or New Zealand, and she basically went from, you know, walking with a had Parkinson's and went basically from walking with a cane to being able to play pickleball five days a week. Yeah, it's incredible. And I'm I'm obviously, you know, you can tell from my background, I'm a huge believer in exercise and, and sports. You know, it's been just I just can't emphasize it enough how how many things it helps with health wise, you know, both physically and mentally. It's just you know, incredible. And so I've always encouraged my patients to basically exercise regularly to do something find something they enjoy and do it regularly. And obviously if you you know, if you're if you say, okay, I'm going to bike, you know, five days a week and, and you hate biking and, you know, you're not going to do it. I mean, you might do it for two weeks, you might do it for a month, but it's not going to benefit you over the long term. You have to find something you love. And the nice thing about pickleball is that, you know, there's, there's very few people that go out there and play on like, oh, this, this sport is terrible. You know, I, I don't want to play. It's not fun. I mean, you know, when have you heard that? <laughs> you know, I've almost never heard, you know, someone say that, um, you know, some of my my tennis former tennis friends are kind of kind of poo pooed a little bit, but you know they just haven't played, and the the few that that have come out and played, you know, really enjoy it and take to it. So you know that's that's exciting. So the great thing about pickleball is that it gives you some exercise, and and it's it has the competition, it has the relatively low stress on the body, you know, and and it's also enjoyable and it has a great community. So there's just so many positives about it, which is obviously why it's growing. So very true. I actually. Just before COVID, I introduced to my best friend from childhood, I introduced her to pickleball and she had been playing tennis, tennis, tennis. And now she's almost only playing pickleball, pickleball, pickleball. <laughs> so pickleball. I love that. All right. Well, then to finish up the interview today here on the Pickleball Fire podcast, I do always like to ask the professional pickleball players, which pickleball paddle do you use and why do you like it? Right now, I've been using the electric paddle. And I've been using it for uh, probably a year or so, roughly something like that. And I, a lot of things, I like, the, I like the balance of the paddle. I like the, the spin on it. I really like the grit on the, uh, on the Electrum. It has a really nice feel. I'm able to generate spin, both top spin and slice fairly well. It also generates some good power. And so I've, that's been my favorite paddle thus far. I've tried some bunch of other paddles that you know I've liked, but that's the one I'm using right now. And remind me who who manufactures that one? I'm trying to think of the brand. Well, it is it's Electrum Pickleball, so it's their only paddle right now. They, I believe they are coming out with a longer paddle pretty soon. So it's it's the one paddle that they make right now. Okay, that's right. That's right. That's why I was having a gap on who the uh, manufacturer was. 
Yeah, you know. So, but I'm also I'm fortunate enough. I've been uh, I'm going to be I'm sponsored by a company called Power Balance, which is really jumping into pickleball. They're basically like the silicone bands you may have seen, and they're uh, coming out with a clothing line, and they're going to come out with paddles, and they have some bags, and so it's going to be a whole uh, exciting product line coming out. And it's also paired with a something called Courtside Superstore, which is a novel concept where it's sort of like a PGA Tour style store that has uh, pickleball courts so a combination of retail plus reservable pickleball courts which i'm pretty excited about as well oh you know i've not heard of that are they open yet or when are they going to open yes they they did have a soft opening with the prototype store in uh, irvine california and they're completing the build out right now and uh, i believe they have five courts there beautiful courts indoor courts and then basically the retail is interspersed throughout and there's going to be a cafe and a viewing area and flat screens where people can hang out and, you know, watch football games or pickleball tournaments. So it's going to be a, you know, nice venue where people both hang out and they can try all the paddles. You know, there's really nowhere right now that you can try paddles other than you have to, you know, go to, I mean, obviously, you know, Dick Sporting Goods has a few here and there, but, and they're generally not the best paddles or, you know, a pro shop here, they will have some, but there's nowhere to kind of demo paddles unless you order from, you know, one of the online retailers or you get a bunch and then you have to ship them back. But this would be, this, you know, store basically allows you to go and, and, you know, rent the paddles and try, you know, all the different brands and, you know, and then you can make a, a great decision on which to buy. That's one of the most daunting things, I think, as a beginner or as a new person in the game is which paddle pick. I mean, almost I'm on the pickleball forum and, you know, it seems like twice a week someone says, yeah, I'm a beginner and you wouldn't recommend a paddle. Oh, right. Yeah. And, you know, nowadays there are so many to choose from. So that that sounds great. What did you say the name of the company was that you're oh, spon- sponsoring? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. I was anticipating your question, so I apologize for interrupting. Power Balance is the is the company I'm sponsored by, and one of the owners, Brett Thomas, who I've gotten to know very well, he basically came up with the concept of the Courtside Superstores as well. So it's called Courtside Superstores. That's those are going to be the stores, and then Power Balance is the company that will have the clothing and paddles, etc. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that that sounds great. One of the few places I know here in Connecticut that has quite a few paddles to that you can demo and then buy is actually Oxford Pickleball because they've got four indoor dedicated courts. But yeah, I mean, that sounds like a, a great concept. And I grew up in Orange County, so very familiar with Irvine. Oh, nice. Yeah, my sister lives in Newport, which I right by that one of the great venues, the Newport Beach, I forgot it's called the Tennis Club. But anyway, the, the venue where some of the PPA tournaments have been. And one of the things I love about pickleball is I could go get to see my sister and her family. She's a great husband, two beautiful kids. And, you know, we don't really get a chance to hang out very much because, we, you know, I live in Florida. So now it gives me an excuse to go see her. So that's one of the things I love about pickleball. All right. Well, anyways, I will definitely thank you for being on the Pickleball Fire podcast today. I really enjoyed the conversation. I think you gave some really good tips and people are always after after some of those on the podcast. So again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me and uh, you're, you're a wonderful interviewer with an excellent voice. You have this soft, soothing voice, which is, you know, really translates to, to radio slash podcasts very well. Well, thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 